With their 2,000 years of existence, the Church has produced a comprehensive body of doctrines, from who the Holy Trinity is to who we should be as a Church, from beginning until the end of time, from eternity to eternity. The teachings of faith are defined. However, do you know the principles that guide the Church in recognizing treason truth and in formulating these truths in its doctrinal statements? Welcome to our segment, Taas Noo Katoliko, The Catholic Principles. C.S. Lewis, a Catholic writer, well, yes, the one who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, said in his book, Mere Christianity, It is no good asking for a simple religion. After all, real things are not simple. They look simple, but they are not. The chair you are sitting at right now looks simple, but come to think of it, what is it made of, and how complex is its process of production? Take a deep breath. Oh, that looks easy. But easy as it may seem, your body just converted oxygen you inhaled to carbon dioxide as you exhale. Smile. Come on, smile. Well, some say that it takes 12 muscles to do it, while 11 to frown. Cells, the basic units of life, are called basic, but they actually contain atoms comprising of protons, neutrons, and electrons. The nucleus is minuscule, yet it even consists of deoxyribonucleic acid, which showcases a play of adenine, cytosine, thymine, and guanine. Praying. Praying seems so plain, but often we fail to recognize that great things happen in reality when we immerse ourselves in God's presence. Iisa lang naman ang Diyos na sinasamba, bakit iba-iba pa ang reliyon? Bakit kailangan pa ng relihiyon kung pwede namang dasal na lang? Pwede bang ang Diyos ay pag-ibig na lang o awa o hindi na lang kaya alam? God has designed Christianity so that the child or simplest person can understand and accept its basic truths. But a genius can spend a lifetime trying to grasp the full implications of even a single Christian truth. Now, where do we actually go to discover Christian truth? Is everything written in the Bible? Sorry to burst your bubble, but Jesus in his life never mentioned about the Bible. He never commanded us to believe in a book. We cannot see he ordered apostles to write the book. And during the time of the apostles, there was no Bible at all. Jesus, in fact, founded not a book as the basis of faith, but the church as the pillar and foundation of the truth, according to 1 Timothy 3.15. He promised not that book, but he himself will be with his church till the end of the age, according to Matthew 28.20. And the Holy Spirit will lead the apostles and the successors into the fullness of truth after his ascension to heaven, according to John 14. 16 to 17. So yes, Catholic Principle 1 says that God reveals Christian truth through the Holy Spirit.
To begin with, according to 2 Timothy 3.16-17, All scripture is inspired of God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, correction, and training in holiness, so that the man of God may be fully competent and equipped for every good work. Now, take note that St. Paul used scripture, not scriptures. Because we have to see the Bible with the Old Testament in the New as a whole. All Scripture, he said, is first inspired of God. From Latin inspirare, which literally meant to breathe into. The Scripture is inspired, neither done manipulatively nor dictated directly. The Bible, so to speak, did not came straight from the heaven. It has been written through the minds, hearts, and hands of men under the inspiration of God. Second, no Christian belief can outrightly contradict the teachings of the Bible because it serves as the norm for judging the truth of all Christian belief. Thus, Catholic Principle 1 states first that the Bible is the foremost and unsurpassed source of God's revelation. However, does this mean that only the scripture can be considered as a source of God's revelation? Does this imply that solely the scripture is inspired? At this point, we have to remember this. Totoo lahat ng nasa Biblia, pero hindi lahat ng totoo matatagpuan dito. Hindi mo maikukulong ang Espiritu Santo sa isang libro. Hindi mo pwedeng ikulong ang Diyos sa Biblia. Thus, Principle 1 tells us that second, God reveals His truth and guides His people in other ways. Before ascending into heaven, Jesus told His disciples, The Advocate, the Holy Spirit that the Father will send in my name, He will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. Indeed, the Spirit of God is alive. Yes, even today, at this present moment, hindi humihinto ang Diyos sa pagpapaunawa sa mga ipinahayag na at sa pagpapaalala ng mga itinuro niya sa pamagitan ni Kristo at ng Espiritu Santo. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when He comes, the Spirit of Truth, He will guide you to the fullness of truth. The Spirit expands and deepens the Church's understanding of God's truth and will continue over the course of history. Indeed, God never ceases to draw us to the fullness of truth through the very spirit of truth that inspired not only the sacred scripture but also the sacred tradition and the magisterium. In the New Testament, God actually revealed Christian truth through the Holy Spirit using the following. First, the gift of prophecy. Second, 
the Council of Church Leaders, and third, private revelations to individuals. The gift of prophecy is recognized by St. Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 14, as a gift. Likewise, Agabus was acknowledged as a prophet in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 11. As a matter of fact, prophets were already being sent by God even in the Old Testament. And in the Niceno-Constantinopolitan Creed, it is stated that the Holy Spirit has spoken to the prophets. Mimi, you are wondering what is the difference between a prophet and a fortune teller? Ano nga ba ang pinagkaiba ng isang propeta sa isang manghuhula? On one hand, fortune tellers speak of the future. Yayaman ka. Ikakasal ka na. Seswertihin ka. Sabi nila habang nakatingin sa guhit ng palad, kristal na bola o sa mga baraha. On the other hand, prophets speak of God's will and warns of the future according to what is happening at present. Yayaman ka kapag nagsumikap ka. Ikakasal ka kung magdidesisyon ka na maging tapat sa isa. Pagpapalain ka kung mananatili kang mabuti sa lahat. It is, so to speak, conditional in nature and usually, prophecies require repentance and obedience to God's will in the here and now. God is the prophet's assurance. For instance, will we consider Jonah a false prophet when Nineveh was not doomed as he prophesied? Definitely not. They converted and the will of God was actually fulfilled. Are you aware of what controversy shook the young Christian church that actually led to the first council at Jerusalem? Would you be surprised if I say, it is about circumcision? Oo, tule. Tule or not tule, that is the question. Well, circumcision for Jews is a big deal. It is the sign of the covenant between God and His people. It is the mark of salvation. Still having exclusive or kami-kamilang mindset and feeling special as people of God, if I may say, the Jewish Christian community headed by St. James are confronted with a conflict. Should Greeks who desire to be converted to Christianity need to be circumcised first and in doing so, be baptized as Jews? St. Paul and Barnabas stood for the Gentiles and in the end, after much heated debates, together with Peter and James, they came up with a resolution. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols and from blood and from what is strangled and from unchastity. Now, early Christians would refer to what would later be known as pentarchy, a Greek word meaning government of five, to settle doctrinal and other ecclesiastical disputes. These are the five great episcopal sees 
or established ancient patriarchates that were the major centers of the Christian Church in late antiquity. Rome in Italy, founded by Saints Peter and Paul. Constantinople in Turkey, by Saint Andrew. Alexandria, now Greece, by Saint Mark. Antioch, now Turkey, also by Saint Peter, where disciples were first called Christians. And of course, Jerusalem in Israel, by Saint James, where the first church council was held. Meanwhile, bawal nga bang kumain ng binubuan? Masama bang kumain ng laban? While it is true that the Jewish laws prohibit such, would you believe that in Acts chapter 10, it was privately revealed to St. Peter in a vision? Don't call impure what God has made clean when he refused to eat what he, as a faithful Jew, believes to be impure. Tandaan, minsang sinabi ni Jesus, Hindi ang pumapasok sa katawan ang nagpaparumi sa tao, kundi ang lumalabas sa kanyang bibig, sa kanyang kalooban. Moreover, in Acts chapter 9, where the conversion of St. Paul is recounted, it was revealed to him privately that the church is indeed the body of Christ. For the Lord claims it is actually him whom Saul is persecuting. Having discussed various forms of how Christian truths are revealed, the Catholic Principle 1 states that, third, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit had to be tested or discerned by church's leaders. Why church leaders? Because there is to be some sort of check and balance. We must test the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit, as the Spirit who inspired the writing of the Scripture as one and the same Spirit that guides the church leaders to authentically interpret the Word of God. In fact, the writings comprising the New Testament was discerned before accepted as inspired Word of God and included in the canon. In fact, in the early centuries of the church, there appeared more than 50 Gospels including the Gospel of James, Gospel of Thomas, and the Gospel of Hebrews. 22 Books of Acts including the Acts of Paul and Acts of Thecla, and numerous epistles, including Paul's letter to Laodiceans and Epistle of Barnabas. It created total confusion among early Christians because some of the books and letters were spurious and others genuine. Some of them contained even superstitions and funny stories of miracles of Jesus and apostles. Many false prophets appeared with different theologies contrary to the apostolic teaching. While Arius claims Jesus was not God, Apollinarius says he was not a human. Macedonius teaches that the Holy Spirit is not God, and Martian believes all the Gospels are false. All of them started to quote the scriptures available at that time. So to defend the true church and its doctrines from the apostasies, the Catholic Church decided to select some books that seemed genuine and inspired. It is known as the canon of the Bible, which came from the Greek word kanon or ruler. Thus, 
the Bible came from the church and not the other way around. You might be asking, by what measure did the church discern those included in the Bible today? Here's the criteria for the canon of scriptures. First, it needs to have a special relation to God. Thus, it has to be inspired and recognized as such by church leaders through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Second, it must have an apostolic origin, thus a relationship with the apostles. Its author should be one of the apostles or those closely associated to them. However, some were only named after an apostle by apostolic communities but still accepted, especially when written within the apostolic age which ended on the death of St. John the Beloved in 180. Third, it has a relation with the community of believers and used in church services such as Pauline letters which are actually read at liturgies. And finally, it has to be used universally and not only in one region. It should have a relationship with the known world. Fourth, while Catholic Principle 1 acknowledges that the Bible is a primary work of God's revelation to mankind, it clearly is not the only work. Oo, ito ang una, ngunit hindi ang huli. That is why, as there is only one source of revelation, the Word of God, there are in turn distinct modes of transmission. On one hand, that which is revealed and passed on in written form, and on the other hand, those in other forms such as preaching, spiritual gifts, worship, and unwritten form. Finally, fifth, Catholic Principle 1 clarifies that yes, Bible is the book of Christianity, but Christianity is not a religion of the book. Christianity is, and will always be, a religion of the Holy Spirit and not of the written word alone. So to sum up, first, the Bible is the foremost and unsurpassed source of God's revelation. Second, God reveals His truth and guides His people in other ways. Third, manifestations of the Holy Spirit had to be tested or discerned by church's leaders. Fourth, the Bible is a primary work of God's revelation to mankind, but not the only work. And finally, Bible is the book of Christianity, but Christianity is not a religion of the book. Therefore, Catholic Principle 1 holds on to the fact God reveals Christian truth through the Holy Spirit. <music>